G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Relationships are wonderful, some days. But what about when friends desert each other? What then? How do we treat them? How does Jesus treat them? Hi, I'm Bernard Diamond. Great to be back with you again. Today we're going to take a look at the risen Jesus from a different perspective. And please do stay tuned, because in just a few minutes, I'll be telling you about our free daily devotional, Fresh, to help you draw ever closer to your Lord and Saviour and live in the victory that He died and rose again to give you. Just great to be with you again today. Over the last four weeks, around this Easter period, We've been looking at Jesus. Who is he? What's he like? Is he for real? Just short stories from the historical accounts of his life written by Mark and John. Startling little vignettes of a Jesus that you really don't expect. Today, let's look at how he treats his closest friends after they deserted him in his hour of greatest need. When he was arrested and tried and crucified, they all deserted him. They fled for fear of their lives and left him to face the brutal music alone. Now, after his resurrection, how does he treat them? What does he say? I know what I'd say. I love the plain, everyday accounts of Jesus' life that you find in the first four books of the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. They're so ordinary, so everyday. You see him crucified, that's not everyday, but you see him crucified and and you see him come back to life. And when he's being crucified, as I said before, all of his disciples, all of his friends desert him. He goes through this horrible thing. He's killed. But then, then the day after a Sabbath, Jesus is risen. Jesus comes back from the dead. The tomb is empty. Jesus is alive. And there's a passage towards the end of John's gospel, the last chapter, in fact, where we see that the disciples, many of them fishermen, have gone back to the Sea of Tiberias. Now, that's about 120 kilometers north of Jerusalem as the crow flies. So Jerusalem, where the whole crucifixion and burial and resurrection happened, is a long way away. They're back in Galilee, where Jesus had grown up, where he met the disciples three and a half years earlier, miles, a world away from the tumultuous times of Jerusalem, only a few weeks before. Let's have a look at John's account of what happened. After all those things happened in Jerusalem, Jesus appeared again to the disciples, this time at the Sea of Tiberias, or the Sea of Galilee, as it was really known. This is how he did it. Peter, Thomas, Nathaniel, the brothers Zebedee and two other disciples were together. And Peter said, come on, I'm going out fishing. The rest of them said, yeah, we'll come with you. So they went out and they got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. When the sun came up, Jesus was standing on the beach, but they didn't recognize him. And Jesus yelled out to them. He said, hi, g'day guys, catch anything for breakfast? And they answered, no. And he said, well, look, throw your net out of the right side of the boat and see what happens. They did what he said, and all of a sudden there were so many fish in it, they weren't strong enough to pull it in. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It's him, it's Jesus. And when Peter realized that it was Jesus, he threw on some clothes because he was stripped for the work, and he dived into the sea. The other disciples came in by boat because they weren't far from land, about a 100 meters or so. When they got out of the boat, they saw a fire was ready, with fish and bread cooking on it. And Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you've caught. 
and Peter joined them and pulled the net to shore, a hundred and fifty-three big fish. And even with all of those fish, the net didn't rip. And Jesus said to him, go on, breakfast ready. Not one of his disciples dared to ask, who are you? Because they knew, they knew it was Jesus. And Jesus then took the bread and gave it to them. He did the same with the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus had shown himself alive to the disciples since he'd been raised from the dead. Now remember, these disciples were Jesus' best friends. They were closest allies. They'd lived with him, worked with him, learned from him, travelled with him for three and a half years. And in his darkest hour, they deserted him. Not a one of them was left standing. Peter denied that he even knew Jesus three times. And here, just a few weeks later, the guys have gone back to Galilee, they've gone fishing. He rocks up on the beach. Another amazing miracle. Jesus is back. And he's cooking a barbecue for breakfast, some bread and some fish. Now, I spent 10 years in the Australian Army. I remember when I was in my officer training years, the first four years, we spent a lot of time out in the bush on exercise. And you had all the smells of the bush, you know, the forest and, and the mud and the water, all those natural, beautiful smells. And when we lit our little fires, we had some little tablets called hexamine tablets, which we lit, which gave us the fire to heat our food. When we lit our little fires and we cooked some food, the smell of the food was so pungent out there amongst nature, it really stood out so sharply in contrast to the smells of the forests that we were in. And my hunch is it was the same here. By the Sea of Tiberias, the fresh morning air with all the smells punctuated sharply by the smell of something cooking, some fish, some bread. The smell of bread cooking is the most wonderful smell. That's what was going on here. Jerusalem, the big smoke, the, the brutal trial and beating and crucifixion of Jesus, the crowds, the mobs, the, they're a world away. And here they were by the Sea of Galilee, at home on familiar territory, doing the things they always did, being in the place they'd always been before they met Jesus, fishing, and Jesus on the beach. And he does that fishing net miracle again. He'd done that once before, right at the beginning when he, when he first met them. That's how John realised that it was Jesus, because he recognised the miracle. He said, that's Jesus there. We've seen him do this before. And, and Peter dives into the water. And they're sitting there on the beach having breakfast. Would this have been a surreal experience, do you think? I think it would have been just the most strange morning that they'd ever experienced. Jesus is back from the dead. The Jerusalem crucifixion thing had, did it really happen. And this wonderful smell of bread and fish cooking on the morning air. Now you think through the sequence. Jesus came and picked the disciples three and a half years ago. He called them. He spends three and a half years with them, training them, teaching them, befriending them, showing them miracles, giving them the power to do miracles. He then goes to the cross and they desert him. There's a wonderful account in Luke's Gospel where when Peter had denied Jesus for the third time, their eyes met. Ah, oh, man, what would they have been thinking? And then there's the tomb and then the tomb is empty, the miracle of Jesus' resurrection. And here he is on the beach after all of that, cooking them breakfast. What does that say about Jesus? What does that say about God? After all of that, after the desertion, after the pain and the loneliness that Jesus must have felt on the cross, what does that say? Not one word of condemnation. Not a one. Here Jesus comes along humble to serve them, to build them up, 
What do you think his actions said to those disciples munching on fish and bread on that beach that morning? What does it say to us here and now? They had failed Jesus. They had betrayed Jesus. They had deserted Jesus. Not one word from Jesus. He just comes and cooks them some fish and has breakfast with them. It's so easy for us to say, I failed God. I've failed Jesus. I'm not good enough. I could never match up. Don't you get it? That's the whole point. That is the whole point of Jesus dying for our sins on the cross. And the thing that makes Jesus stand out from any other religious figure in the history of humanity is his grace, is his forgiveness, is the fact that he bore those disciples' failures in his flesh on the cross, and he has borne my failures and your failures, which he calls sin, on the cross. That's what Jesus was saying on that beach that morning. I love you, I forgive you, and I will be with you no matter what you do. That was one awesome barbecue breakfast. Before we go, I'd like to tell you about our free daily devotional to help you and your friends draw even closer to Jesus. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement and delivered right to your inbox each and every day where you can choose to read it, listen or watch the daily video. Completely up to you. Or if you prefer, you can now receive a printed version delivered right to your letterbox. Both of these options are completely free. God's Word, fresh for you each day. Just hop onto our website, freshdevotional.org. You'll see the Fresh e-devotional sign-up waiting right there for you. Or, if you prefer, give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 to request the printed version of Fresh. That website and toll-free number again are freshdevotional.org or 1-300-722-415. Head across to the website and sign up to receive Fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.